The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors. Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. guys uh <laughs> we're gonna do an on location we're doing an on location episode of from the mouths of madness we are at monster mania con 44 yeah. oh, excitement, you fuckers <laughs> we're tired we've been drinking since like 10 a.m yes i just had a five-hour energy maybe you should step your game up or maybe i should have asked to get a five-hour energy i did give you one I'm n- I, no you didn't give me one yeah I, I, I only had three this morning so i gave three away that wasn't me to people I don't know. I I got uh, Mike was nice enough to go out and get me a Monster Energy drink. Oh so. no! I offered a bunch yesterday. I thought you took one of them. I know Shane no. did. Um, and I don't know. Who, uh, there's two. I didn't drink them, so okay. there's two missing somewhere. I a gave gremlin, them out. A gremlin came in. You and probably misplaced it, Hobbit. Did the monster help? Was it everything you needed yes. to be? I would have yeah. offered it to you first because I know your love of the energy of the. I do normally pack five hour energy drinks when going to these conventions because it is a long haul. This is not. Something that you do haphazardly. No. You've got to pace yourself. You've got to <laughs> understand you're going to be walking a lot, drinking a lot, talking yeah. a lot. This is a fucking marathon. It is a marathon, oh, dude, especially Saturday. A, it's like the Boston Marathon. Fuck. With, with less, the bombing. With legs no. not being blown up as much. I don't know, man. I blew it up. I blew it up twice already, and you, the, the, the room can attest to it. Oh, that first night, your <laughs> bathroom experience was not a b- great yeah. experience for us. Also, there's no yeah. there's no yeah. glory when we walk out of the front doors at the end of this thing. There's, there's, right. We just look defeated. It's just sadness. Yeah, broken, defeated. There's no glory in being in a hotel room that doesn't have a fan in the bathroom. <laughs> I yeah. walked all the way to the lobby. It was worse. Oh, I, yeah. I think I made yeah. reference to the shit monster from Dogma. Yeah. As, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> something came out of there and ran. We don't know what it is. Right? We just start talking about our poops over hey, the weekend. Man, That's... It's a con fact. That's a con fact. That is a con it's fact. It's nasty con shits. We haven't covered like con fact stuff in a while. No. Like You always bring wet wipes. Wet wipes, um, plenty of water because you don't drink hotel water. Yeah, oh. yeah a ton you, of water. Uh, oh. And acids. And acids, and acids. yes. Um, and dry, some Tylenol, and, Advil. And yeah. dry foods. And dry foods. All the dry foods. Yeah, dry foods. And, of course, obviously the booze. And oh, whatever. Plenty, yes. and, and if you can pre-game on the food, you know, if you have a room that's lucky enough to have a hotel, you can kind of stop and get a couple things on the way that it, it can sustain you through the weekend. Like I still have a, a, a sandwich I didn't eat last night, so I can eat that tonight, too. And it's awesome. I saw a new con life hack today. The uh, older gentleman next door had an air fryer out and a rice cooker, and man, they made some like sausage and gumbo. It looked wonderful and Let's smelled delicious. Let's talk about delicious. those guys. Oh, our man. neighbors, our neighbors fucking are, are fucking are hard. rad. They're hardcore, yeah. man. They MacGyvered the shit out of this weekend. Yeah, they had like a, a, a whatever. I forget what it was called, but it was like a warmer for like sauces and shit. Uh, sous vide. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that motherfucker was badass. They were pre cooking their hot dogs sous vide and then air frying them. Oh. Like that's they were also cooking their vegetables in there. Yeah, yeah, they were they were, they were eating like four course meals. Also, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, they Kyle and I were out on the patio just hanging out, and they had just made rice with like sausage in it, and they came out with two plates with uh, forks and went, "Hey, we had some leftover. We figured you guys are out on the patio. Here you go." And it was tasty. Seriously, bless their hearts. Yeah, that couldn't have come at the more perfect moment. Oh yeah, that was fantastic. 
Yeah, that's awesome though. Like I want, we need to get that level. But as I said, that's conradery. Fuckers need to help con conradery. That, that's the name of the episode. Conradery. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, Kyle. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I am. You're welcome. Good job, sir. I love you. I love you too. I love you so much. You're so pretty. Um, we, we did have the the wrestling. We had the wrestling. We did the that's, wrestling. That's, that's the thing between Smash and I that happens. Yeah, <laughs> once a year minimum. <laughs> Uh, I'm starting to start calling it the yearly purge. <laughs> the yearly purge. Well, that's what he did when we first got here. Yeah, Dude, was, oh, it was bad. It was it was demonic. It was. It was, it was, it was I mean, flies were collecting on the windows. It was rough. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. Yeah, that was the scariest thing of this entire convention weekend was what you did in that bathroom. I uh, know. I'm sorry, guys. I yeah, it, it had to happen though. I kept looking up for a pentagram on the ceiling just to see what was. Oh, it, it was worse when I had to go to the lobby this morning because Hobbit was take. You know, you took your sweet ass fucking time, and then Hobbit. I don't know how long you took, but I felt like he was not taking as long as you. No, I did not take as yeah. long as uh, Smash. You did. took your sweet fucking time. To Smash. be fair, I don't give a fuck fair. about fair. To be fair, uh, I don't give a fuck about fair. Uh, you guys were all asleep, and I saw an opportunity to to everyone actually. Everyone was awake as soon as you walked into the fucking bathroom. Not everyone. No, I only no. knew that going like twenty minutes in. Oh fuck off! Like I was awake when you went into the bathroom. I was. You did not see me like get up while you walked into the bathroom. I probably didn't give a shit enough. To Mike was on his phone <laughs> when you walked in the bathroom. Like every people were not like passed out when you went into the bathroom. I want to hear that. No. This, this bald princess needs an hour and a half fucking shower. <laughs> He's got to make Jesus sure his Christ. hair looks nice. Yeah, right? Yep. Seriously. <laughs> fucking prick. I had to get the shine right. <laughs> Go get your shine box. Mm-hmm. Anyway, polish it up. You're like Simpson, man. Stick it in the fucking ball wa- uh, you know, polisher. and Turtle wax, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, this was probably the longest amount of time I spent in the hotel room on a Saturday before actually going out on the floor, but it was nice. It actually got me ready to hit the floor and just keep going for the rest of the night. It was very refreshing. You're right. Like waking up and not feeling like we had to rush to get ready to go out and get food and then come back to make something like the first panel that we cared about was at three and it was fucking Keith David, which brought the fucking fire on yeah. this panel. It was fantastic. He brought the fire with just knowledge all day. And he gave me an, uh, uh, so we're going to introduce who's on this panel. Uh, we've got myself, <laughs> Lowdown, your host, uh, from, one of the hosts from, from the Mouths of Madness. Uh, yeah. To my right, We've got two individuals that are going to be sharing a mic because you only have four mics at the moment. We've got Shane. Hey. Yeah. We've got Mike Reiser, who you know and love. Hey. And that's also a mic we're going to be sharing later is Mike Reiser. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just uh, toss you around like a fucking salad. There's, there's, a, couple, there's <laughs> um, a couple of mics next, to toss next to him around. Is another mic. You know him from hosting that, I don't know, that shitty podcast, Geek Show the Influence. Yeah, and, fuck uh, that podcast. Yeah. That host and, sucks. And then another one, Smack My Pitch Up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is guy. also shitty. Yeah. Fuck it. So we fuck got your life. Mike the Hobby Bigot with us. Hey. Yeah. 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 And then last but not least, but actually always least, is Kyle Smash of, what's that thing you're apparently doing called? Living, smash talk. It's hard enough. Smash talk. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure. Make sure it's still a thing. thing. It's still a thing. Smash mouth. Yeah. Smash mouth. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, That was you. I like the smash talk. uh, Smash mouth. Just making sure it's still a thing. That's all. It's still a thing. Okay. Fast approaching year two of a podcast. Episode four to be released soon. Exactly. Well, the beauty of a podcast is that it could be four or four hundred. Yeah, that's, that's true. You're either going to listen yeah. or you're not. Yeah, fair enough. True. And the episodes that are out are solid. Like actually, the true. last episode was the, the one from this yeah. Monster Mania Con, which would have been forty two. Yeah. So we'll go with uh, we'll go with uh, quality over quantity. Yeah. Fair oh, enough. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> so uh, we are all here. We've been spending the weekends. You know, this is Saturday night, so this is the end of the long day 
of the concert. He's always the fucking insanity, right? And we hung out in the room early, ate some shit, watched like watched some stuff. Went out on the floor around three to the first panel we wanted to go to. Well, we got out around two, just a little vendor yep. shopping. Went to the first panel at three. It was Keith David's, and that dude brought some fucking knowledge and gave myself and Mike Reiser homework that we get to go talk to him about tomorrow. And then hopefully you'll you'll be hearing uh, the results of that following what we're talking about now. Yeah, Keith David, um, you would expect many actors' panels to just be fun stories from sets. Not at all. He covered what it means to be a good person, and our homework involved reading Frederick Douglass and reading the Constitution cover to cover and spending an hour in quiet thought thinking about it. So the guy is a very, very deep thinker and very, very interesting. And has a power to just control the room. I mean, not only does he have one of the best voices out there ever, but he paces himself with, with the way he speaks that it comes off with just pure gravitas. This gentleman Definitely. knows how to keep people engaged. He can control a room without con feeling like they're controlled. It's yeah. like, no, captivate me, motherfucker, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you can tell that he definitely enjoys doing that. You know, there's uh, some panelists you could tell like they have to. That's part of kind of the deal. Uh, but he he was up there actually like, look, I've got an audience. Uh, let me tell you something. You know, somebody asked a question. Let me build on that. Let's go further with that. And not a lot of uh, panelists do that. Yeah, not a lot of panelists um, will go in depth on things like that because, I mean, society deems it like, and not all of society, but a lot of society deems like they shouldn't, like, celebrities shouldn't have a say in things or, have, or feel like they shouldn't have an opinion, right? I mean, let's be fair. Like, we've been told, like, any kind of sports person gets speaks out, they're like, ah, oh, stick to fucking football or. And he's other shit. And Keith David's been in the game for 40 years. Oh, it's been You know, bit. like, yeah. it's like, no, but he can have a fucking opinion and a, and a mindset. And he and all he ever said was, this is my opinion. He said, read it and think about it. And then let me, I want to know what you feel about it. He didn't say you should feel the way I do. He said, I want to know what you feel about it. Yeah, that was a really amazing takeaway. It wasn't preachy at all. It was just simply, I'm going to give you some building blocks of things yep. that I found interesting, and yep. I'm going to let you draw your own conclusions from them. Exactly. Of course, he's a smart enough guy that as soon as I did the homework assignment, the conclusions were right there laid out for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's the genius of it. Yep. I agree with that 100%. Now, uh, we did Keith David to start, and we were stuck for three, well, stuck, but we were for three hours in the same I feel like the panel last room. one there was like a 30 minute gap where we were kind of stuck yeah but no we went right into we, so we basically had three panels back to back because they they layered them thick on this this particular con on the Saturday we went right into because that ended like with only 15 minutes before the next panel and it was sure. right into a Halloween panel which had Nick Castle and for those of you who don't know if you're listening to a horror podcast for fuck's sake I hope you do know but anyway uh, Nick Castle the OG 78 Halloween Michael Myers as well as a cameo the as Michael shape. Myers mm -hmm. in 18 as the shape as well yeah and then James Jude Courtney who is the new and the new and the one we've embraced to take the mantle because he does a he did a fucking phenomenal, phenomenal job, job as Michael Myers in, in Halloween 2018 as well as the actress that played Judith Myers in the original 78 film and Danielle Harris from Halloween 4, 5, and Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2. Humana, humana. Yeah. And she God wasn't damn, even right? supposed to be there that day. No, like, okay, they, they made a boo-boo a there. Like, she was listed under the panel, like, before this weekend happened, and then they forgot, apparently. They forgot about her. <laughs> yeah, she was, I, how could you forget about that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Stunning. Uh, mysterious. Uh, seriously, who, man. And who did they, what was his shapes? <laughs> Is that what he, could, he called himself? Somebody was asking, hey, shapes. Oh, he was talking about getting... 
some direction from the director of the 2018 right. Halloween, and it's like, so shape, listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently just called him that on the set. Yeah, that's rad. That, that was James Courtney, right? Yeah. 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 It's like, no, because if you, anybody who's seen the original 78 Halloween, you know that in the credits, there's no Michael Myers. There's young Michael Myers, and then when they when Nick Castle pops up, it's not Michael Myers that says The Shape, because in the original movie, he was just known as The Shape. Yep. And, that, and so being called The Shape is almost like a, oh... Passing the torch. That was totally torch passing yep. right there. That's beautiful. That was beautiful. But that was a great panel. Yep. It got cut short, though. It was only 30 minutes long because... They had to do 45 minutes of fucking... Like, M- musical chairs. Musical chairs yeah. before the Bruce Campbell panel. Yeah, they fit every living fucking being in that goddamn panel. I was like... Dude, it was like cows lined up to the fucking slaughter. Jesus Christ. It was like setting up for a PTA meeting in there. I had to pick up my own <laughs> chair and carry it. Yeah. <laughs> But we didn't get coffee and donuts. The fuck? No. Now, I will say, and this is just kind of a devil's advocate part of it, as well as that what they were trying to do is get as many people in to see the panel as possible, which to a degree I appreciate because there are people outside that are, there was a huge line trying to get in when we left. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure some of those people just stuck around from trying to get into the Bruce Campbell panel. There were people that were let down that didn't get to see Bruce Campbell. So I get trying to squeeze as many people as possible. But when you have an entire room of people having to pick up their chairs and move it forward five feet, uh, it's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. It's kind of like maybe Some people set, the, twice. set the room yeah. up like that prior and then yeah. you're good, you know, but that, you know, there was a lot of, you know, rigmarole, you know, set, resetting up the chairs and all that stuff to get more people in. And then when it started though, we had not only Bruce Campbell, we also had Ted Raimi come out. That was a yeah. surprise. And those fuckers, I mean, like I said, they've, they've, they've known each other for what? 40 years. Oh, so, so the riffing between those two was fantastic. Oh, it's beautiful. It was yeah. a sight to behold. Yeah. Yeah, both of them together, the way they worked off of each other, oh, they, picked they were on like, each other so much, so Laurel and Hardyish, and and in ways like just comedic, like they had, they almost they had this flow that they've worked out before, and they knew what to do the moment they got on stage. They know each other's personalities. Yeah. They were able to really dig in and and fuck with each other proper. And and I think they trusted each other on stage enough that to bring someone up to run the panel who was just someone in the audience, a preschool teacher, a preschool teacher. Yeah, and she did a pretty damn good job she did that had job. to have been nerve-wracking the when i went okay good choice is when she asked bruce campbell what's your favorite color and he said i i'm i pass i'm not doing that and she said okay but i have a follow-up question uh ted same question and <laughs> yes. did it in just the right way where it was clearly she was just fucking with them and at that point i went okay solid fair enough you're you're doing great yeah she transitioned well yeah, that she ran that shit. I'm like, but if you think about it, she ran like preschoolers and kindergartners. It's like it's Bruce Campbell and Ted Raimi. Yeah, is there really a difference? And a bunch of nerds. <laughs> like, and a, a bunch, bunch of nerds, nerds. That might as well be preschoolers. <laughs> yeah, but that panel was a lot of fun. There Super was fun. some. There was so many zingers, and they, they you could tell those guys had a blast. You know, but that that's kind of what wrapped up. And then we you know left the, that panel and kind of did some more vendor shopping. The first night, myself in particular. Oh, sorry, Kyle. Yes. Oh, oh. Before we move on from that, we have to go over the Hobbit question oh. to uh, Bruce Campbell no, himself. We don't, it's fine. No, we, we don't totally have do. To, That's listen, happening. it's yeah. going. We don't have to really it's dig happening. into it. The at video, all. the video, the answer to this question will be coming out soon enough. But I think it's important that you bring context. I don't think I didn't get you ans- asking the question. I don't think it's really that important. That it's we, totally important. It might have been the most important question asked all day in Thank a day you. where we covered issues of yes. race, politics. I don't. This is the most important. I, 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 exactly. The most important question maybe ever asked. I, I do not want to really brag about my question ask, asking abilities at 
panels. Uh, I don't want to make other people feel like their questions are inferior to mine. And you definitely won't. So yeah. anyway, Mike, what was your question to Bruce Campbell? Uh, well, basically, everybody always asks Evil Dead uh, movie questions or Ash versus Evil Dead. And I wanted to ask something different. Now, this was a dumb idea that I came up with right before I asked the question because I'm a smart ass and thought it would be funny. Uh, unfortunately, nobody there besides you guys sitting next to me knew me at all and didn't know my sense of humor, <laughs> so took it completely serious. <sighs> Which, if you've ever seen his stand-up, you'd appreciate the fact that he's not funny at all. Yeah, not funny at all. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so it's more of an awkwardness. Aww. So I shoot my hand up, and I get the first question of the Bruce Campbell panel is mine. When they moved it to q and I'm the first person to get up in front. No questions before me. I'm the lead-off hitter. Oh, you this. started it, man. Yeah, I you... started it off in beautiful fashion by asking, uh, yes, this question is for, and then in full name, this question is for Bruce Campbell, in case there was another Bruce on the panel with them, and yeah. they didn't want to be confused right. by who I was talking to, and then went on to say, I was curious if you had any interesting stories or experiences from your time on the set of Serving Sarah, the romantic comedy starring Matthew Perry and Elizabeth Hurley. And then follow-up question, are, are you good friends or best friends with Matthew Perry now? It's so Very good. important stuff. It's so good. Now, in fairness to Hobbit, um, uh, he kind of rolled with it. Uh, what was his response? His response was, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, no stories. He said, he said Matthew Perry had his demons. Yeah, right, he had he, his demons. He was he going was, through some shit. Some <laughs> stuff, and even like the most successful actors have their stuff sometimes, and that's the end of my story. Yeah. But yeah. then he went on to be like, but he owes me. He fucking he owes, owes me. me. Yeah, he and fucking like, owes wow. me. <laughs> no, you definitely, you definitely struck something with that. Yeah, yeah. But... Now let's let it was epic. Also, let's let Hobbit, you know, redeem himself because he did ask a good question with Keith David panel. I did. I asked him that he is, of course, legendary for his uh, some of his acting roles from The Thing they live, and They the Live, thing and yeah, Spawn, and Spawn, <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, but then that's Men part. Well, Spawn is part of it. Where I started asking about one of the things that he is also known very well for is his voice and doing voice acting. He's been in tons of stuff from anything from The Princess and the Frog to Saints Row Four. To uh, to gargles to the I think he's the president in Rick and Morty. Yeah, he is. Yes, yeah. he is. So he's done fucking everything. Well, he's, he's been Disney properties. He was Goliath and gargles, and he was yep. the villain in Princess and the Frog. Yep. Um, he's also the single most powerful force in the Halo universe. Oh, the gaming. Oh yes. yeah, game world. Yeah. So I was asking him kind of um, how he got into voice acting. You know what? What's the real differences that he sees in acting, voice acting versus regular acting? And he went into a really interesting conversation about mic placement, about acting by yourself or acting next to somebody, but not being able to look at them and act with them so much as act next to. Mm -hmm. It was a uh, really interesting. He was one of the few people that I've done Q&A panels with that gives like the Kevin Smith answer answer things where it's like no like I'm just going to give you a one line like oh well you know it's it's different but you know we you know you're still acting so you do it no it's like here's a story to go along with the thing yeah, I'm he's telling you he's not going to be like I don't want to talk about serving Sarah so no no stories yeah. thanks Bruce every answer Keith David gave pretty much followed with a story that's why his lasted almost a full hour. An entire crowd of people were on the edge of their seats for insight into the amazing legendary film Serving Sarah, and he served up nothing. Just ah, you, Bruce. Yeah. Just you, Hobbit. Yeah, I don't know Just if you, you. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if you have I any backers on that one. That. I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't give a shit. 
a number one super fan serving of serving Sarah right here. There you right go. There. Yeah. yeah, he definitely didn't like your face or something because he gave us great stories about being on the set of Congo. Yes. Yeah, great stories. True. Yeah, and he was only in it for like what ten minutes, if that, before but... he died. Yeah. Like ten minutes, not even. I don't think. Before <laughs> yeah. he got his ass wrecked in it by for a little bit longer, he's like, "No, fuck, fuck this." Yeah, he fuck was like guy. the angry ex-husband that was like serving papers to his ex-wife or something, and uh, divorce papers or something. Yeah, and was his role. Why? Let me go through the entire plot of serving Sarah on no, this no, episode. No, we're not of, doing that. Okay, um, Shane, you have something to say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking earlier that um, Hobbit needs to continue this theme and now every con that uh bruce campbell's at he needs to show up in a serving sarah shirt and hat and hat yeah and just make it known that he's there so bruce has to see him and go oh shit this is the serving sarah guy again <laughs> do you want to be that fan though to bruce campbell dude it, it's my new jay baruchel like i'm just gonna like <laughs> that i'm gonna be a number one serving sarah super fan well i bet he's relieved yeah of course he's, he's totally like just fine with that well jay yes. baruchel is he's like oh finally yeah <laughs> Well, yeah, I hope you enjoy your next con, because I'm pretty sure the restraining order is coming at the one after <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. So next one we go to, Bruce Campbell's there. You do that, and then that's it. That's all she wrote for Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, that's Heavy that's police it. presence for Hobbit. <laughs> Keep on the lookout. There's a man who keeps saying he wants to go on an adventure, and his adventure is... Uh, Whatever the fuck that movie is. Well, people people are worried about the Joker movie causing like uh, like really fucked up shit to happen, but really it's the Serving Sarah fan that serving is the one Sarah you got to pay attention to. He's starting all the shit. It's gonna be like Robert De Niro in the fan. <laughs> oh God! Wow! <laughs> Good what the pull. fuck, dude. Nice. Yeah, we're gonna have to go around and take turns buying Hobbit's ticket for him, <laughs> so his name doesn't show up on a list my, every time. True. My face is taped to the back wall behind the ticket booth. <laughs> <laughs> Do not sell tickets to this so, man. I mean, between the four of us, we can get you for another four years before they catch on that we're tied to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, really, two cons a year, that's only like two years. That's true. Yeah. What, but how many are Bruce Campbell right. going to be at? I mean, so. yeah. if he's filming and, and going to be part of directing the uh, um, upcoming Evil Dead movie they're apparently working on. Yeah, uh, that was a uh, mention. That was a mention, yeah. A so apparently Raimi and, you know, Bruce are... In links together working on a new Evil Dead film. Oh, yeah. I did love how he kept trying to get it out of Ted. <laughs> that was hilarious. He kept trying to get it out of Ted. Ted's like, not yet. Not yet. More or less, oh, I don't know what you're you're speaking of. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, right at the end, it's like, oh, yeah, we're doing that. Yep. Thanks, guys. And for those of you listening, I hope you know who the fuck Ted Raimi is. Yeah. Seriously. It's a horror podcast. They've got it, right? I mean, yeah, you think. Not yeah. only that, but he was on Hercules and Xena. I mean, he was in Candyman. He was Candyman. in. Candyman. I mean, he was Henrietta in Evil Dead Two. I mean, he was not in Serving Sarah, unfortunately. I'm pretty sure that he was good was, for his career. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he was the Deadite in Army of Darkness that goes, "Let's get the hell out of here." No, he he, he wasn't that. He was also in Ashes Evil Dead. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was uh, Ash's best friend in his hometown. Yep, the drunken. Yeah, he was in Spider Man. He was. He was. Yes, worked for J. Jonah Jameson. Yep, Spiderman. Ted Raimi has been all over this shit. It goes along with his brother. Let's face it, like, Ted Raimi straight up said, like, I'm an actor. Sam Raimi is the writer slash director. Yeah. So, you know, Sam Raimi is like, this is my movie. Ted Raimi is like, I'm acting in this movie. They, you know? The favorite color question also was kind of fun because it got pushed over to Ted, who then started talking about his favorite color being orange. 
but he was wearing a green vintage suit, and then he like curved it where there. That explanation was badass. That was badass about it. it's an earth toned green, which means that there's some like iron and, and, and browns, browns and stuff, stuff in it. Orange, yeah. orange is part of that family, so therefore technically that is covered. And he was like, "Miss like, Smarty Pants." Like, yeah. Oh, you're so smart. That, that's good pull, he, bro. He, he did great. He yeah. chemistry, Joe ass. No, he, he Batman sixty six explanation that <laughs> answer. Batman sixty six. They're like, well, it did. The uh, a balloons start with B, and B is also the same as burglar, so I think we have a burglar on our hands. That's the ex- investigation side of Batman 66, so he yeah. did that, basically. Yeah. And Bruce yeah. is like, I guess I got to answer, blue. Blue, because it's the hero's color. That's it's right. Fuck that's... you, Bruce. Damn it. So, you know speak... what? He's not wrong. No, it's true. Speak... Yeah. So, in the vein of Bruce, um, I don't think we're going, at least myself, I don't think I'm going to put the energy into trying to get another autograph from Bruce this weekend. Uh, it's it's a shit show for his autograph for his autograph Huge right line. now, and I don't I don't have the patience for that shit anymore. But um, I mean, I did get some autographs. So like you know, uh, last I, I tried to knock out my autographs the first night. Fridays is not as slow as Sunday, but slow enough. It's easier to get your autographs that night. So Friday night, I, I you know I went around and I got uh, Nick Castle's autograph. I basically bought a 2018 uh, licensed replica Michael Myers mask. And since Nick Castle did cameo as Michael Myers, and then obviously James G. Courtney was Michael through like 90% of the film, um, I got Nick Castle to sign that, and I also got James G. Courtney to sign the other side. I'm like, it's the two Michaels, yay. Yay. <laughs> it's the two Michaels. It's the two Michaels. That's I'm, solid. It, right. And yeah. then, of course, I had to go meet Ted Raimi because it's fucking Ted Raimi, dude. That dude's hilarious. And um, the only thing I'm really wanting to get tomorrow on the Sunday is Danielle Harris and uh, Tony Todd. And I Virgin- gotta get Virginia Madsen. Yeah. Can we just talk yeah. about Danielle Harris? She's a, oh. a beautifully. I will, I will we talk already about did her that. We already went about it. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and, and what did yeah. you do? Oh. Is that, is that <laughs> the, the noise fuck? that dudes make when they're like? It's like what a walrus makes. <laughs> <laughs> that woman either, is attractive. Either that or you're drowning. <laughs> or you're drowning. I'm not, not really sure. <laughs> is this Wayne's World having a stroke? <laughs> it's Wayne's World underwater. I think. Yeah. I think your swings. I don't a little know what that was, up. Hobbit. But that is—is is that your—is that like a weird mating call? What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's, it's the mating call of my people, the hobbits. Suddenly you got to get balls in your mouth. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. I wish people could see your face while you're doing <laughs> <Right>? that. <laughs> It's it's a horror in itself. Uh, uh, what are some? Uh, all right, enough about Hobbit's dick sucking face. What yeah. else? <laughs> anybody else? Um, I want to talk about a couple of the vendors. Uh, yeah, first let's, off, let's is that, that yeah. both Lowdown and I got gorgeous uh, new copies of Hell Comes to Frogtown from yes. Vinegar Syndrome. There will be pictures of this, by the way. I already posted on the GUI page that the Vinegar Syndrome um, people did a beautiful restoration, oh, like Blu-ray DVD it's combo. So good. Uh, release wait this is blu-ray and dvd it's blu-ray and dvd oh that's sexy and the the cover mm. is gorgeous it's a beautiful and the case it the top of it comes off and there's like a v pattern on it and there's an like under picture the case it's, is badass it's beautiful it's and beautiful it's absolutely a collector's item and it's limited run, limited edition so we jumped on it immediately fuck yeah we did well worth it. it's like a 30 dollars dvd but you know what and he's almost sold out and I know online, I think they're sold the out now, copy, too. The only copy, uh, DVD copy that I have of Hell Comes to Frogtown was a double disc or a double movie with Defcon 4, which I like Defcon 4 as well. Yeah. But I wanted a, just a Hell Comes to Frogtown. This has got extras. And it's got this extras. Got special features, motherfucker. So I'm into it. Yeah. And those guys are, are super awesome. They do some really good stuff. And I just want to add to this, motherfucking Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper. I mean, I, oh, whenever 
we bring up anything he's in, we got to just give a shout out to fucking Roddy Piper. He's rowdy. He's just my type. Rowdy, Roddy Piper. And he no. <laughs> is still to this day one of the, if not, uh, you know, it's him and Sid Haig, which we, we definitely need to just yep. nod at the fact that he is not here. I need to crack a, a beer that for he him. Would, at a yeah. con that he would be at. He would be here, right? He was always at Monster Mania. Um, yep. But it's just like Roddy Piper's not here. And Roddy Piper, just like Sid Haig, was t- two of the best people I've ever met at a yep. con. I've, that I've ever fucking met. Roddy Piper was so nice. I mean, <sighs> saying he's so nice doesn't cover how nice he was. Yeah. Like kind of thing, you know? Same thing with Sid Haig. Sid Haig was... you know. Uh, not only did he price his signatures to be very affordable, like $10 autographs, but he was happy to talk about his stuff. He was happy to, you know, shoot the shit with his fans, and he was always kind and, and patient and yeah. uh, never had a bad experience with him. Yeah, we got a chance to, uh, to briefly talk with him last year when we yeah. came here because uh, it was just dead in that area that he was, mm-hmm. he was and just walked around, <clears throat> ran right into him. You know, of course, we both was like, oh, it's, you know, it's a pleasure to meet you. And we talked and he just was happy to talk to us. He's like, it wasn't like, here, give me money. He was like, hey, oh, that's awesome. Like, he would just talk to us and then we left. Yep. But super nice. Like, did not give us a standoffish uh, uh, feeling at all. And they actually have a table set up at this con where oh, nice. you can drop off your pictures, images, yeah. cards, and all that's going to be sent to the family after that's the con awesome. ends. And if you couldn't make the con... You can mail it in, and they will make sure it gets to the family. That's fantastic. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah. Right. So no, Sid Haig is very is he is at this con. He's just not at it in the capacity that we want him yeah. to be. Agreed. You know. So, um, I don't want to get on a dark note, but it it it, it is a something that's missing. Well, I'll follow up know? with a bright note. Is that I had the opportunity during this con uh, today to give directions to the gas station. To Craig David. Yes, you so, did. Keith David? Or Keith David. Not not the singer Craig David. Yeah, what uh, the Keith, fuck? David. Yeah, Keith David. I've been drinking whiskey and beer all day. Uh, so Keith David, yes, yes. Uh, he asked where the nearest gas station was, and I said, good sir, if you go to this intersection and take a right, about a half mile down on the left is the Royal Gas Station. And he asked if it was walking distance, and it was that in-between area and uh, where it was like kind of a long walk or a very short drive. He said, I think I might risk it. Thank you very much and and thanked me which basically makes us family i am now keith david's brother all right so now he's stalking keith david keith david um, and the entire cast did, of he, serving he Sarah. did not give you homework though he didn't need to because family don't fuck with family um he did uh Depending on what part of the state country you live in, no, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Hobbit, I think, did make the oh noise towards the him. Oh, yeah, oh. like almost. The... I did not make the oh <laughs> noise. In keeping with canon, he is the only Saints Row character you can't romance because he is happily married. So stop it. <laughs> None of the oh. <laughs> but so that's that's what's to my that's what's left on my lip is Keith David, Daniel Harris, yeah. and then Tony Todd. I'm gonna try to knock all that out tomorrow. And also get get down with uh both of them, hopefully. I want a one on one with uh Keith David and well two on one because Yeah, we have yeah, to report that'd be great. Low down over here talking about a one on one time. It, uh, I mean, you want to make it sexual? That's for me, bro. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then Daniel <laughs> Harris, I, I think she'd be down. It should be cool to talk to with an interview. Um, I also you know. want to give a shout out to uh, Studio Cataween, which is one of the vendors here. I got this awesome 3D pin, uh, 3D glasses pin from them, and a awesome koozie called uh, that says "Drinking Things" in the Stranger Things font. Bunch of other cool shit that they have at that table. 
the uh, dude at the vending table immediately started shit talking in that like fun friend kind of way. Just looked up and down and was like, okay, yeah, I can fuck with this dude and just went for it. And like the lady with him, I don't know if it was girlfriend, wife or just partner, business partner was just like, stop. And he's like, no, nah, it's cool. I'm like, no, this is great. Let's keep doing this. So hopefully we get to party with him later tonight, but they were super, super fun. Uh, very nice and uh, and great merch. They got some really good shit at their table. So if you see Studio Katowin at a con near you, then uh, definitely check the, out their stuff. Another vendor I definitely want to throw out, and I, I'm, I've got plans to talk to them tomorrow, but just in case that doesn't happen, I still want to make mention of them. Uh, Scream Team Releasing. So yes. if you remember, if you listen to the uh, third episode of Smash Talk, which is the, the most recent one, um, it's from Monster Mania last year so 42 and we uh i had a chance to interview justin seaman who was the founder of screen team releasing as well as the as well as a director and an actor um uh, his movie is called the barn he is here again this week this this at this particular con mm-hmm. um as well as they had that the screen team releasing has dropped a bunch of new movies that i have picked up and i'm really it's excited to super watch nice these guy he is so fucking nice you yeah. know what he's the, excited you know what one of his favorite movies is yeah, Monster Squad. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Monster Squad. Monster yeah. Squad. Yeah, and the barn too is in filming right now, so we definitely want to talk about that. Nice, too. Kyle. I saw some Monster Squad merch for sale today, including the Stephen King Rules T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a Chuck's, Chuck uh, Chuck Pasco's uh, the red shirt he's wearing. Yeah, yeah. There's a red with uh, you know Stephen now, King if, Rules. If you want to show me where this is, yeah. I did not see this today. If you appreciate that Monster Squad Stephen King Rules shirt, but don't want to follow the crowd, then pick up that Jay Baruchel Rules T-shirt. Never pick that up at T Public. Never, I never pick that on up on our page. No, buy like thirty of them and just put them away in the closet. <laughs> buy like thirty of them so you always have kindling for your fire throughout the cold season. Hand them out at the newest uh, the newest convention that I will be running. Which is the Serving Sarah Con uh, that will be coming to Richmond, Virginia in 2020. It's going to be like you and maybe like five Just other badly me, bathed people. Me and whatever friends I go to into helping maybe me. Maybe some do homeless the people, do, if it's during no. the winter, they're just looking for some warmth. They're going to come hang out with you. That. I'm sorry. I can't bring myself to do that. Buy your tickets now before a court injunction comes through, preventing the whole thing from occurring. Yes, that <laughs> is clearly what would happen. You, but, sir, will be indicted. But, um, got to give love to Nehi Horror as well, yes, who was Nehi here. Horror, yes. Yeah, we, we had on a early episode like three of three years ago. Yeah, something episode. like that. Hope um, I plan on get, stopping with uh, and talking to him at some point uh, before the weekend's over. So, my dude, that was closer to four years ago. Was it four years ago? Because we didn't even have the the new board yet. Holy shit! Yeah, so four years ago, and he's made some moves. So we definitely want to get get you updated on that shit. Yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where we're at. I mean, we're getting ready to go party because it's Saturday at a horror con. If Saturday night anybody party time. This has not been to a horror con. You need to go if you truly love horror and you want to like get fucking wrecked with people that love horror as much as you do. It's the it, it dude. It's the place to be, and you'll meet some just good fucking people. Good fucking people that want to party and talk about fucking spoopy shit. You know, I gotta say this is one of the better smelling cons out there. Agreed. The people oh, yes. are washed. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that's always the thing you gotta worry about, right? There's some funky fuckers, man. You gotta take, you gotta take a shower, dude. You gotta wash your ass. That's yeah. gross. I will also say the people I've run into here are very nice. Like everybody's super polite. It's very cool that nobody's come across as just like an angry dickhead. Um, everybody's been super chill, very polite. If they accidentally bump into you, there's a lot of apologies and oops, my bad, sorry. You know, as it should be. You should be able to. No, yep. I agree. Be just be respectable and adult. Where it's like I bump into you, I'm sorry. Like I bumped into a guy earlier today, 
And he and I said I'm sorry, but I looked up at him and he looked angry. I'm like, I said I'm fucking sorry, dude. Like I didn't intentionally like bump into your ass. I had to piss. The fuck do you want? So fuck that guy. But everybody else is cool. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. Don't fucking like be a dick to me when I say I'm sorry. Like I acknowledge I bumped you. Like don't be an asshole. <laughs> well, that goes along with the con uh, conradery because it's a real conradery. Jesus, conradery. You just had to bring it back again. <laughs> didn't you? you want to make sure that I know this is the title of the episode. That's all. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck yeah!" I got well, one. I was thinking of it sort of like pit rules. You know what I mean? When you're in the pit with somebody, it's if somebody falls, you don't leave them there and stomp in their fucking head. You, you pick them pick back them up. up. Yeah, yeah. And 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 that similar feeling is it, you get that in these type of things. That's fair. That's fair. The beautiful thing about cons, and just to follow up what Shane and Kyle have said, is that we're all here for the same reason, is we're fans of the genre, and we are celebrating our fandom and our love for the actors and celebrities that come to these shows to spend their time uh, doing autographs and photo ops, and yet they're making money, but they're making money because they it's a shared love of this genre. Their, their love of, well, making money doing it, and our love of them being in the stuff, and so there isn't a reason to be shitty to each other. There isn't a reason to be weird and and like off-putting. It's it's a community. This is a horror community. You know, we're supposed to be getting each other's backs and and making really deep deep dive references to shit. Uh, and people uh, getting that. and people getting it, and yeah. it's fucking rad. And like your your neighbor, it, uh, the room over from you, giving you rice and sausage, like. You giving them uh, booze when they need it like, later at night, like, and it's you not know. a euphemism. Like it, they really was some rice and sausage. Yeah, rice, and it, was it was delicious. Like, kind of, yeah, like a like a. Yeah, well, I was gonna say jambalaya, but you can't just off a couple no, slices can't. of sausage and rice and call it jambalaya. Missing now, a lot but, of spices. Yeah, but it was tasty. It was good. <laughs> yeah, so that, and that and that's kind of we will always do a live recording at a horror con or any con and get just get the veggies across. Like if you are into anything, there is a con out there for you. There, there is one that you belong in, you know, yep. that or, that fits that fits what you're into. Um, if you're listening to this, I'm assuming it's hard because this is a horror podcast, and like mm-hmm. you need to at least try to check out a horror con. If you if you're if you're at a horror con, more than likely if it's on the East Coast, around like the six state radius of the cons that happen around Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, like this one's in Maryland, Hunt Valley. Um, we'll, we'll probably be there, yeah, and right. <laughs> you will see our fucking and, faces. You know, yeah. Hit us up. Like I'm always posting, like, hey, heading to the car, blah, blah, doing this, like, you know, resp- you know, follow us on Instagram and you know Facebook and post to that, and I will like call it. We'll pull, you know, look out for you, and like we can go hang out. Like, fuck yeah, I mean, it's like you already know somebody that you're gonna go to a con. You're going to a con. You already know somebody that is gonna, is gonna be there. That's a good feeling too, right? Speaking of, I just got a message from Chuck, um, who is one of the other vendors that we've had on the show before on GUI on Geeks mm-hmm. Under the Influence before. He just got uh, back from eating. He just got back from eating, so we're gonna go meet up yeah. and hang out and shit like that. That's the fun too, is you yeah. know people from going to cons over and over again, and you become like friends and you meet up and hang out. And yeah, shit. And like, and he, and he does multiple cons. So it's, like, it's not just horror cons he does because he has multiple genres of his of in his shirt company. So like, I see him at regular Comic Con. So it's it's really cool. Like just. You rent into these people all the time. You make friends for con life, basically, is, is kind of how this works, right? You do. You make friends for con life. Con so, family. Con family, conroderie, whatever the fuck Kyle <laughs> wanted to say. God damn you. But that's that's that uh, the, the shorter episode turned into a longer episode because we can, we can wax poetic forever oh, for about sure. fucking horror cons and con family and just being, feeling, it's uh, one place you feel like you fucking belong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my I, there's nothing that happens at a horror con that makes me ever feel like 
I'm out of place in this in this particular environment ever. And I love that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you can feel out of place here in something like this, and you, you damn sure just, like, just don't need to be you, here. You, yeah. Exactly. Like, well, you might be an introvert and stuff, and I get that. You well, know, there are plenty of introverts but, that just don't just feel uncomfortable in public places. Cool, but like, yeah. there's nobody here that's going to make you feel that way. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's nobody uh, yeah. here is going to make you feel out of place. What I meant was in regards to the love for the content. Yep, absolutely. So, anybody else have anything they want to say on their way out? Because we're we're wrapping this up. Yeah. No. Let's All get right. drinking. We're gonna go drink. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna get fucking drunk. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get. Do drunk. we want to know? <laughs> well, here you go. There it is. Yeah. Oh, hey. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, we're, we're crossing over here, guys. Come yeah. on, Kyle. Live version. Live version from the Mouths of Madness. Let's do it. Oh, God. All I, you, man. I got to remember the whole song? No, but you should do it in a creepy voice. Do it in yeah. like a creepy voice. Come on. Do it. Do it. Hey, what you drinking? You want to know? Well, here you go. Hey. I said creepy voice, not creeper voice. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a fine line. There's a fine line, and you, and you found it. Drunk. Otherwise, I just sound grisly like this. And you, and you forgot we're getting drunk. So it's, uh, it's yeah, okay. we're getting drunk. We're getting drunk. I am drunk. I'm, you yeah, know no what? Shit. Yeah. yeah. Get, call, so, catch, up, catch up with me when we're sober. Yeah. yeah. And uh, also, that, that voice came out of a white van saying free ice cream. Uh, and on that note, <laughs> we will talk to you later. Do you enjoy stories about drunk men on tractors T-boning a police car? Or someone jumping a gorge in a Nissan Versa? Or literally any story that comes out of Florida? Then you're going to love Booze Clues, the latest podcast on the Geeks Under the Influence Network. We do this show live every month in the darkroom in Richmond, Virginia. It is a cavalcade of comedians, podcasters, performers in an investigation or riff on drunken crimes and debaucherous activity around the world. Doors are at 7, show starts at 8. It's 21 up and free. Again, that's at the Dark Room, 2818 West Broad Street in the upstairs suite. For more information, go to GYPodcast.com. This is Mike the Hobbit, direct from Fallout on a trivia night, telling you to come here every first and third Monday for trivia between 8 and 10, 25-cent wings, drink specials, prizes, and tons of really inappropriate trivia. It's a lot of fun. Do you guys agree? Definitely come out and enjoy trivia every first and third Monday at Fallout.